Welcome to another episode of Lord of the Rings Sentence, your one-stop podcast for the most detailed, meticulous breakdown of J.R.R. Tolkien's most famous work, The Lord of the Rings. I'm your host, Chad Oliver, and I'm joined again by Nathaniel Vincent. Nathaniel, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. You're doing, you're doing well this, today? On this, yeah, this particularly yeah. unique and, and different day. Different day. So last week I had you on the show. Um, it was sort of this, it was a back to basics, you know, it was a, it was a good, it was like a, a season one Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. sentence episode. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Absolutely. Change things that it was different than it had been. Um, did it feel like something was, something was missing though? It kind of felt like there was oftentimes on this show, it's like, you know, expect the unexpected. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I feel like I wasn't quite on my toes. Like, did you, did you want to start a podcast within my podcast? A lot of people do. Yeah. You know, I uh, am incredibly lazy and, and I, I, that's probably something I I do not want to do, but I I agree that that we were pretty close to the chest last week. Um, We kept it pretty simple, pretty safe. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. Yeah. Um, Let's go big this time, you know? Okay. Like, what do you think happens when you die? Whew. Um, yeah, that is a good question. And yeah. I think that me not knowing is answer enough. Um, well, that, that's kind of, that's kind of nothing, but yeah. And, yeah. and that's the, that's, that's probably what we're all hoping for is, is nothing. Um, because we're probably all going to be pretty tired by the end of it. Um, yeah like that's i I don't know if i can like be happy all the time in in death like i gotta sing and dance all the time i'm gonna get tired i'm so lazy i I just want to sleep yeah i'd like it if it was pretty close to nothing um some some shape of nothing what i would love is like whatever frodo's got going on once he's done with his big journey in the return of the king and he's just in bed and his friends show up that seems good to me yeah just be in bed you don't have to get up but your friends like do a tickle just, fight every once in a while like rotating that. cast of interesting characters but you just yeah. never have to leave and there's no <laughs> right. bodily concerns and no bed right. sores yeah that that sounds that sounds pretty grand have uh, you seen the the speculation that uh frodo forgot legolas's name in that scene yeah yeah like he's he says everybody's name he's like sam mary pippin Ghibli and then Legolas walks in and he just smiles he just smiles he just smiles which is, that is beautiful that that scene is a beautiful scene it it's, is uh, the tone is real off uh <laughs> it's pretty strange it's I so wish they would have I wish they would have played it back even slower uh I'm sure there's some beautiful slowed down clips of it online maybe in the extended edition they're just like mm. even slower <laughs> for this scene that's why it's extended. That scene is stretched into like ten it's minutes, an hour long. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I try not to think too much about um, that. Although I do sure. like, uh, I like uh, viewing and, and reading, consuming different interpretations of of what what that end might be. Yeah. Um, and I guess there's there's the end for Frodo. Uh, and and bilbo where they go away i forget what yeah maybe that's called. it maybe we just get on a big boat and, yeah uh, sail away to 
Elfland or whatever. Yeah, that sounds that sounds nice. Elfland, uh, the Church yeah. of Elfland. One of my uh, favorite. I don't know why we're talking about mortality. It was just the first like. <laughs> it's big. Yeah, it's big topic big I can think of. You know, if we're trying to break out of the mold a little bit. Uh, but it comes from the uh, Waking Life. Have you seen that movie, the Richard Linklater uh, animated movie? I don't believe I have. It's very good. You should watch it. But the characters from Before Sunset are in that movie for like one scene. Oh, interesting. And they're uh, just in bed together talking about like um, mortality and life. And uh, you know, Jesse has had just read some story about like at the end of your life, your brain just like fires off like a bunch of like neurons. I don't know science, but a lot of like crazy brain activity. And it's like, can only be compared to like what happens when you dream. Um, and it's just, mm. it just if, you, if when you die, like in a hospital bed, your brain just like fires up, like, like as if you're dreaming and, uh, and it's just imagining like a beautiful dream being the last thing you experience is like a fun and like in dream, yeah. you know, things can last so long. Right. So you could be in that dream for like thousands of years and it can just yeah. be this like beautiful euphoric experience. Yeah. Um, that's like that. really interesting. Yeah. My, uh, I, I live with, with my, my, my girlfriend, Bethany and my little brother, Adam currently. Um, and, uh, he has pretty bad nightmares. Um, oh, so if that was yeah. Yeah. So if, if, you're, like if last your last experience. experience was a nightmare, yeah. uh, but we, I mean, were, I guess we were, that, it's the difference between heaven and hell, man. That's just, that's yeah, what it yeah is. there you go. It's either you have a dream or you have a nightmare. That's, that's yeah. actually pretty, pretty, yeah. uh, pretty beautiful. But yeah, he, uh, he so has, maybe has, religion is just like trying to get your brain to a place where like you have peace of mind so that when right. you go for that eternal dream, you have right. peace, but if yeah. you don't have peace, you're worried. And then the worries turn into a nightmare and it's the eternal nightmare at the end of the life. That's really good. That would yeah. be funny if like the whole like because Adam and I we were we were thinking up a character that like drew his inspiration for nightmares. So he did a lot of things to ensure they happen. But to tie back to our direction, it would be funny if the whole like, you know, medical process was like ensuring a good dream towards death. So like, you know, you right. ate the right things and like very relaxing environment. And like, yeah, it's all about getting that good last dream. Maybe that's why, like, uh, in, like, early Judaism, there were so many, like, uh, like food restrictions. Like, you can't eat these things. Yeah. Because, like, it'll, it'll mess up with your yeah, brain yeah. chemistry. They it's knew just, on some level. It's just anti-nightmare, man. Just, yeah. You just don't want the big nightmare. You want the big dream. You want the big dream. So yeah. Don't, don't, don't have that Taco Bell. And if you get shot in the head, I guess it's just nothing. You just get nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Life. That's purgatory if you don't. If you oh, can't okay. have that final dream. Yeah, yeah, that's why beheading is also a no-no. Uh, yeah, no beheading. I mean, you wouldn't want to take the last dream from somebody. Mm-mm. No. Well, if you decapitate a chicken, it can survive a little bit longer, right? What's the... How much brain activity do you have left if you get decapitated as a human being? Well, I guess... How long does the brain have, like, electricity? Yeah, I mean that's an interesting thing. If if the the head is separated from the body, are there are there now two bodies? Are there now two beings? Because there's there's I, no more brain power for the for the. I kind of accept that the brain is who I am. Like my mm-hmm. hand is not who I am. It's just like a, it's a tool, you know. Anything outside of the brain is just 
my my vessel but my brain is me you know what i mean i think you could take my brain out and put it into something else i think there's only one that that's the organ that is that is me mm. the chad brain the chad brain it's a very special brain i've been told my entire life how special my brain is and how no you know god only made one brain like mine mm-hmm. and it's it's yeah. my own yeah a big glass jar with like some tape on it and uh just sharpied out chad brain waiting on the shelf for for the right for the right, the right casing right body yeah, yeah and right this body. is the one they chose yeah <laughs> it's just this, this glorious the vessel. perfect alignment yeah the tool um i can't find anything about if the head survives for a little bit after being decapitated my search yeah. history is so weird man <laughs> that's a that's probably a tricky one to test um I mean, you remember in college i was writing that script about a person kidnapping people and and drugging them so that he could write about them um he was an author who was terrible mm-hmm. but he thought yeah. you know write what you know i'm gonna do terrible right. things so i can write about them right right um and i looked up so many like <laughs> right. i had so Black many questions searches. about how like roofies worked and i googled uh, i googled too many things about roofies oh man to write that yeah that yeah. script it's on your permanent record now man yeah someone some fbi guy yeah on my case your digital fingerprint who am i kidding if they don't care about uh drugging people with roofies no they have a lot more pertinent concerns right Um, like stopping protesters and stuff like you gotta do that yeah you You gotta gotta, you gotta stop the people from from getting too much uh yeah power in their head yeah Yeah. Mm. speaking of power the ring uh, of power the Ring of Power. It's and the upcoming Bilbo, Amazon series. Uh, the Rings of Power. The, yeah, the Rings of Power. Bilbo are our, our fat stacks. Uh, oh, yeah. Are we doing a Lord of the Rings podcast? Right. I believe we okay. are. Sure. Uh, but a podcast on, on death and heads and, and roofies is, is pretty interesting, too. But yeah. let's let's try to at least. I guess. What they want. I don't know. I don't want to do a Lord of the Rings podcast anymore. I'm yeah. Bored. I mean, we could. We could. Uh, have you thought about i think i think uh oh man I'm, i feel like you put people in this trap where they just they get really fucking bored and they want to come up with another podcast and that's that's why you keep trying to plant the seed because i was like oh i have a podcast idea but now i'm like fuck what would the, what would the idea be well you know going through it in order sentence by mm-hmm. sentence yeah is uh it's noble and yeah. it's going to take some time and it's coherent and it, it makes sense but mm-hmm. What if you figured out a system where rather than an order, it was completely random? Okay. And you did a, a random sentence from each each podcast. Now I'm not sure if you wanted to throw in all three books into the pot for that, because that could get really wild. Ooh. Uh and you could just kind of try to, you know, claw your way back into some understanding of what's going on. And that can would you, be kind of the can you vamp for like 30 seconds? vamp is that just me talking yeah pretty much yeah i can i can do that um vamp so i'm vamping um this is me me vamping and uh oh that that didn't take long i'm i'm still vamping 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 vampiric i'm I'm back he's back what did you vamp about i guess i'll find Uh, out in the edit but yeah 
I kind of I kind of froze up and I just said the word vamp over and over again because um, it works. was I, it was a word I'd never heard before. And then I closed it out with vampiric, uh, cool. and I was curious if those two words had any connection. So this is a brand new episode of brand new podcast called Lord of the Rings Sentence Random Edition, and um, <laughs> you just tell me when to stop. Okay, so you have stacked all three books on top of each other. We are going to stop now. All right. Oh, Ooh, it's at the beginning, beginning of a chapter. chapter. Nice. All right. So this is Two Towers, Chapter 9. Okay. And tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay. And so this is from chapter nine. This is, I don't know the number. I'll find the number later. I'll highlight it. So I'll remember that we read the sentence already, but here it goes. And now that the great ones have gone to discuss high matters, said Legolas, the hunters can perhaps learn the answers to their own small riddles. Wow. Brand new character, Legolas. So he does make it um, to the birthday party, I guess. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Let's try to place like what's happening here. So it's the second book. There are hunters apparently and, and giving some small ones. riddles and they can learn their own answers is Legolas's suggestion. Um, there's great ones gone to discuss high math. I have no idea what's happening in the sentence. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Because my my first guess was the great ones were like the the assembly um, of the fellowship when they're they're trying to hash out what the hell to do with the ring. But that's that's the first book. Yeah, that would be in the fellowship of the ring. This is yeah. This is in a chapter called Flotsam and Jetsam. <laughs> so, which means nothing to me, having seen the movies. Yeah, I feel like, and and those two words are also. Uh, I feel like that's just water, right? Flotsam, Flotsam and Jetsam? Yeah. I don't know. I thought they were names, but Flotsam could be and wrong. Jetsam. Huh, maybe yeah. they are names. All right, this is a bad idea. Let's scrap it. Uh, yeah. I <laughs> nothing to talk about here. No, that didn't work. And welcome back to the Lord of the Rings sentence. Uh, we're here to talk about a sentence out of the Lord of the Rings. Um, and so we're going to do that and now in a segment called The One Sentence to Rule Them All. And um, first, I'll give a little bit of backstory of what's happened in the book up until this point. There's a guy named Bilbo, there's a guy named Frodo. They both have a birthday. One's turning 111, one's turning 33. In Hobbit 10, 33 is a big, important birthday, but Bilbo's getting all the attention. And the town is talking about Bilbo and how rich he is and how young he looks, even though he's 111. Um, and they're gossiping and gossiping and gossiping. And their employee, the gaffer who works in the garden, uh is defending bilbo strangely he's like caught up on the the tunnels rumor um there's some new guy comes into town and he's like i heard there's tunnels and tunnels of treasure and gaffer felt the need to like stand up and go no sir there are no tunnels of treasure (laughs) like i don't know why he felt like that was like the basis to defend him on maybe we can talk about that this week yeah or why that's really that offensive yeah like you just wonder at the wealth of somebody that's fine to do like how dare you um but that leads us to this sentence the 73rd sentence of the fellowship of the ring 
And it goes a little something like this. <clears throat> I don't doubt they were mostly full of treasure he had picked up in foreign parts, where there be mountains of gold, they say, but there was not enough to fill tunnels. The further defending that there's not tunnels. Um, yeah. The chests and the bags that he brought back from his journey. They are definitely full of treasure. Mountains but of gold. Not, we're not talking filling tunnels here. Filling tunnels. I should have asked Elon about this when I had him on the show because he knows tunnels. Mm, yeah, the boring company. Yeah. Yeah. When are we going to like acknowledge that that man's kind of a joke? <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, at least in this household, we fully acknowledged it. Yeah. Um, As yeah. a society, we've not. He's got those no. weirdo fans, man. And it's not like a new thing to say he's got weirdo fans, but he does. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a uh, worship is probably the, the word I want to use. Yeah, um, there's certain powerful men that like people just adore them, whether it's Elon or... Bezos doesn't really have a, a fan base. No, not really. Uh, and I think, I think Elon, he uh, he likes he likes to hang out on Twitter, and that yeah. seems to to play pretty pretty heavily into his uh, being everywhere all the time. Um, yeah, but yeah. Bezos keeps it pretty quiet. Um, I was really hoping that when the and like not to not to make light of what's going on in in Ukraine but I was kind of hoping that when that happened Elon would finally debut the his secret project he's been working on the Iron Man suit because he has these illusions of grandeur he'd fly over there and just immediately die uh, uh, <laughs> just immediately yeah. get killed by the Russians like he's yeah. like I'm here to help we I'm, haven't but we haven't gotten one of those beautiful moments yet like uh did you watch um, Don't Look Up? Uh, yes, I did. There was uh, yeah. Mark Rylance's character was, was the best part yeah, of that movie. It, it was, was a great. pretty flawed film, but I, I did enjoy the the, the the overarching concepts. And and mm. yeah, I feel like we haven't got a, a, a moment where a savior complex has gotten so outrageous that it, it just causes the... The uh the deliverer to just implode yeah. spontaneously. But man, we're fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, One of these days, like yeah. I mean the, the hubris of these, they're flying into space. Right. There's like, a lot of there's a lot of risk. Yeah. Something bad's gonna happen. Yeah. But when I say bad, I mean good. Uh, something right. good's gonna happen. Yeah. Something um, something really terribly good. And the way we're talking about these billionaires now, is that the way hobbiton folks feel about bilbo the ultra wealthy yeah i mean i think we don't we don't get a good idea of it we we may get a better idea of it in the book i don't remember but definitely not in the film but yeah it yeah. seems you know are there are there you know impoverished areas of uh it does seem that they, they do talk about preceding our our sentence you know the the people that live like on the other side of the river right and they use in bywater kind yeah. of yeah separating terms like that the weird folk by the woods mm -hmm. um so there does seem to be a, a you know a, a system of of class and caste um yeah. so yeah it, it may be that and then they're extremely isolated too you know it's like it, it does seem that bilbo pays his employees well 
there's yeah, the they, old gaffer and his father and his son um right who all have a good relationship with bilbo um, yeah no and it, it mentions specifically that he's pretty generous with his coin and and i think true. that's i think that's why i was getting great gatsby vibes because he's mm. he throws this big ass you know thing for basically everyone you know yeah uh and it's 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 a it's a hell of a party um yeah so yeah i think i think maybe people have a little less animosity uh because i don't i don't think i've ever been to a elon musk party or uh no no No. i don't think i've never really anything like that throwing a party yeah no Um, we're not neighbors though um that's true we do we do live on the same planet uh yeah yeah i mean it's not like um legolas was getting invited to bilbo's birthday party no no yeah they gotta be neighbors um if i were to pick a director for this movie so far a movie that is about a big birthday party Mm -hmm. um i'd probably pick boz lerman who did the great gatsby and also the new elvis movie just like a yeah. la- lavish party guy. Lavish party guy, mo- the movie. I think I would want it in the style of, uh, fuck, what is his name? What's a, what's is a movie? Guy Ritchie. Snatch, sure. Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Guy Ritchie. Yeah, I would like it in that style. You know, we get these introductions okay. of the characters. and Yeah, and- yeah yeah like the name flashes on the screen yeah i think that could be really entertaining you know like bilbo's like just fucking angry planning shit he's like throwing stuff around sure frodo's just like spending his money uh yeah everybody's a little seedy it's a seedy version maybe we could like lean into the paranoia of the town like there's this mystery guy and uh yeah yeah. yeah maybe and it's think, maybe it's ari aster like midsummer had a big party at the end but it was all like horror and paranoia up until that point but there's a big yeah. party at the end it was a, it was a big fun finale for everybody it makes me think of uh it makes me think of we'll just keep on going with movies because <laughs> movies are great uh yeah I, I don't really talk about books so yeah, yeah. Fucking books. Man. do you read, you read uh, books no not really uh, i yeah. used to a long time yeah. ago yeah. uh but in the Matrix, um, he's explaining to Morpheus when they're when they're waiting for uh, the the truth serum or whatever the hell it's called, and he explains that in the beginning they they created a utopia for for humanity, but it failed. Mm. Everyone rejected it. Yeah, and maybe that's the same with Hobbiton because it's it's very much a utopia in a lot of ways, but feels like they, it. They have to find you know. Some form of inequality. The, yeah, uh, yeah, some form of evil and, mm. and you know, something imperfect um, or they'll all, you know, lose their minds. Uh, you ever think about the fact that, like, 99% of our problems are just stuff we made up as human beings? Yeah, I think... Like, wealth inequality is nothing. Oh, That's nothing. yeah. I mean, that's like the, just like the, the constructs thing. that we came up with. Yeah. yeah. And then like, it's like, all right, I made up this thing called money and I want all of it and you guys don't get any of it. And yeah. that's how it's going to be. It's like, yeah. well, that doesn't seem fair. Um, yeah. I think yeah. it's, it's definitely humanity's nature to kind of mm. run with it and see how far we can take it. Cause in the beginning it was, you know, 
we were just trading and, and that was working out pretty well. Yeah. But then we, we ran with it as far as we could take it. Yeah. But I would know. like for this podcast, cause it's going to be going on for a little while longer. If mm-hmm. it could document the downfall of uh, America and the illusion that we had, that it was going to work out just like week to week. We just, uh, you know, we have existential crises and we just like, yeah and, i think in this like, new new season of of lord of the Rings sentence and i i am calling this season three because this is after my my second hiatus i took mm-hmm. christmas off and i took a few weeks off here um that's going to be the the focus is just existential dread okay you know okay yeah 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 i think uh that could that could be really nice existential mm-hmm. dread is always nice it goes yeah. down smooth yeah uh did you like yeah. the sentence though i mean it's pretty it's kind of a rehash of last week's, but it was just pretty good. Yeah, no, I did like the sentence. And I, I've definitely, on, on reading up to the sentence, I'm happy with the sentences. Uh, mm-hmm. we, were, we were pretty rough. Something yeah, some of them are kind of rough. This one has a semicolon in it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I lo- yeah. Tolkien loves the semicolons. And it honestly helps me out tremendously because that's basically like saving me an episode when he throws a semicolon in there instead of a period. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> He was thinking about you when he did that. He was. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, uh, it's, it's a crazy thing, the level of world building and the level of time. Yeah, maybe, I wonder, I wonder how long it took him to write these books. And maybe you should try to match that time. Mm. So however long it took him to write the first book, that's how long you get to, to tear through all these sentences. I just think there's so much to unpack week after week that that doesn't give me enough time, really. I got to no. like really spend my time thinking about the text. The tunnels. You got to yeah. think about these tunnels. Got to think about the tunnels. Like how deep do, how deep do these hobbits think the tunnels go? Yeah, I mean, it seems from from everything that I have been exposed to, it seems that there there's there's no floors in these 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 homes. It's just a single yeah. floor. It's, it yeah. doesn't have a yeah. basement. Um, Maybe Bilbo's got the one basement, and it goes underneath <laughs> all the other houses in the community. Oh man, it's like uh, it's like uh, Hot Fuzz. He's got a bunch of bodies under there. There's all sorts of we don't know. Bilbo's like a billionaire freak who hasn't aged in the last 60 years. Um, he still looks like he's 55 years old, starting to creep everybody out. Like Frodo is catching up to what he looks like, and he's his nephew, cousin, roommate. Yeah, it's funny that people are more concerned about the money because, yeah, obviously, that is way, way wilder. Like, yeah, not not aging. and I do think it's like because of his wealth that he's able to do that. Like he's able to like buy the creams and lotions that make his skin look all young. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we're, we're getting closer and closer to that to, to, to go back to our, our, our theme of existential dread of mm-hmm. like, you know, are we going to see in our lifetime that, that happening? Like, no, not, like not Elon. for people with our level of wealth. No, but but for we don't get to live people, forever. For, for the Bilbo's, like, are we are we gonna be alive when Elon Musk just stops aging? Oh yeah. man, yeah, the spec. I mean, we have like 
he's definitely aged so don't but like tom cruise for example right very weird well-off guy yeah involved in a toxic cult scientology mm-hmm. um sorry for my scientologist listeners i know that it, there's a few <laughs> of you out there and like i don't think your religion is good um no. but uh he looks very good for his age he does it's pretty it's pretty uh it's pretty impressive yeah i was i was seeing just some like interviews for for top gun and and yeah, yeah. It, it it's a little surreal do you see the new Top Gun? I haven't. I, I want to though. It's it's very good. You know, yeah. It's military propaganda, but it's a good one. Hey. <laughs> you know, keep the good ones. Uh yeah. No. Uh Broken that that's gonna be a bad podcast host. It's stupid. <laughs> it's one thing when it's Elon, but you know, if if, if Putin doesn't die, we're probably in trouble. Uh, has looked the same for as long as i can remember yeah yeah he he has he has he's put on that that dictator weight you know he's just kind of putting on that putting on (laughs) he's putting on that dictator weight but yeah Yeah. i think i think that's going to be pretty strange but to your point i think it's going to be pretty out of reach for the 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 regular folks for a long time and that'll create all sorts of wonderful we we just have the 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 big long dream at the end of life to to look forward to and uh and make yeah. it to live forever. Yeah. So it all comes back. It was good that I talked about our mortality at the top of the episode. It is. And and you did not do that intentionally, but you're just that good at what you do. I'm, a, I'm the best podcaster in the wild, wild west. Nathaniel, yep. thank you so much for coming on for another episode. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. It, last week you plugged a movie that you watched recently. I haven't I watched it yet. But, That's okay. Uh, anything else you want to plug? Anything else you're you're loving these days? You know, we don't eat out a lot here in Denver because mm-hmm. uh, it's extremely expensive, and we've we've also found the food is not very good. And man, nothing hurts more than spending a lot on a a meal, and it's it's subpar. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah, that really just hits you right right in the gut. Um, and uh so we've been making a lot of food at home which has been really nice and one dish specifically that we've grown really fond of um is uh we we uh we have some tofu some mm-hmm. broccoli bake the broccoli bit of salt bit of pepper uh and uh fry up the tofu and then we make a mean like peanut butter soy sauce that we mm-hmm. drench the tofu in with uh, just a bed of white rice Give it a go. Sure. Give it a go. This is now a food podcast. Um, and Sounds uh, great. see, like food podcast, surely that's a thing. Surely there are food podcasts out there. I know yep. like Doughboys is big, but that feels mm-hmm. more, it's more like a comedy podcast where food is like their vehicle for just right. getting together. But man, does food podcasting, it's just one degree away from like food television, which food television, I don't, I don't really care about. <laughs> I don't like looking at food. I want to eat the food. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Listening to people talk about food. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, this is fine. You know, this is, this dish sounds good. Sounds healthy. Um, But what about, what about listening to people eating food? That I've, I've done, I've done that before on my own podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe if the, maybe if the podcast included both people talking about food and eating food, that would be the, 
mm. the magic bullet that might sell you. But I but I hear you. I, I do enjoy watching a good food food. I've never show. listened to cereal, but is that about eating cereal? It is. Yeah, yep. okay. It's just cereal and different just types of milk. <laughs> and... Just slurping down <laughs> yeah, cereal. Yeah, got like the straws about. and the little spoons. Yeah, that's great. Um, straws for yeah. your cereal. That's, yeah, that's you all right. You keep the cereal dry that way. But yeah, I would, you know, eat out eat out less when you do tip tip big. Yeah. Uh, and uh, tofu, broccoli, and peanut butter. Sounds good, man. I've been doing every plate little subscription service oh, and oh, uh, man. but they're yeah. they're not paying you for this right no every plate if you want to uh, i know i probably have people that work for every plate listening to the podcast if you want to sponsor <laughs> the show i'll do that uh discount code yep l-o-t-r sentence <laughs> um but no i don't i don't i'm not sponsored by every plate is that something i can seek out for myself I produce my own show. I don't have producers looking for like. Yeah, I have no idea how that sponsorships. Do you want to? Do you want to do that for me? You want to be my social media manager and, and produce? You can. You can. Oh man, I would. I would. I would. Uh, I will. I will not do that. Okay. Uh, but I am yeah, more fine. than happy to return as a guest. When, yeah, sure. Uh, whenever, whenever you want me. Um, and uh, it would it would be great to to return and i'd be happy to have a, a three-way conversation with another another guest as well that sounds yeah, get, great it will back on here i'll uh I'll, yeah it's uh, been a minute i've been trying to catch yeah. up with them and uh not to put them on the spot but uh will if you're listening we we've we've texted several times where i i ask if you're free for a call and you say you'll call me tomorrow and then <laughs> and then you don't call back i want to catch oh, up i want to catch up with you see how new york's treating you Yes, both Will and I are extremely flaky, so it works out really well. We just won't yeah. talk to each other for like four or five months. And then, right. And then so if I get both of you on the pod together, that'll, that'd that'll be, be like a feat. That'd be quite a thing. Yeah, That'd be hard I, to I do. That would be the podcast in itself. It's just the, the awe of the moment. Right. Well, folks, thanks for listening to Lord of the Rings Sentence. You can follow the show at LOTR Sentence. You can follow me at Chad A. Oliver, and you can hear my dog barking at something behind me. Um, This has been the 73rd sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. Tune in next week for the 74th sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. That might be cool.com. You never know.